Welcome to Craft Life, Episode 16, Scrooge Ate My Homework. In this episode, I'll talk a little bit about the perfect sweater class. I'll seek your advice on a knitting project. And we have a new KIP report. We are going unscripted in this episode of Craft Life, the podcast all about living the creative life. Hello and welcome to you all out there. Hello, all of you returning listeners. It's nice to have you back. And if you are a brand new listener, thank you for tuning in and I hope you stick around for some more episodes. This episode is going to be homework free in a manner of speaking. This means that we will not be having the normal segments that usually usually require me doing a bit of homework, like the essay and the southernism and, and yes, the song. There will be no song in this episode. But it will be coming back in episode 17, so please stick with me. I definitely have more music for you. Now, why do we, why do we have none of these homework segments this, this episode? Well, it's because, as I said in my title, Scrooge ate my homework. Yes, this episode is coming a good bit later than it is normally scheduled to come out, and that is because I have been spending a lot of my time rehearsing for Ebenezer Scrooge. This is the musical that I am doing the music direction for at the Pocket Sandwich Theater in Dallas, Texas, and it, it is a lot of fun. I am having a blast. The cast is great, and they are catching on to the musical numbers pretty well. So I'm excited to see what opening night is going to be like. Opening night, as it happens, is the day after Thanksgiving. For those of you who do not live in the U.S., Thanksgiving is coming on November the 25th. I believe it is this year. Yes, no, November 24th. That means opening night is November 25th. And that means we have just over two weeks before we open. This is crazy. It's getting down to crunch time. And so that is where the majority of my time has been spent lately, which means I haven't had time to do my homework. I know the teacher never liked that excuse in school either. But hopefully you'll forgive me this go around. So, in this episode, I just figured we could sit down together and just have a little little catch-up chat between friends. In other news, Treacle and Ink goes pink for breast cancer awareness and for breast cancer research is officially over. I do not have a final total for you yet, and that is because we had a painting commissioned. That's right, someone bought the final painting from the shop and also asked for a second one. So my sister Stephanie is very busy right now putting together another painting. But once we have that finished and shipped out, I will have a total number to give you for the amount that I will thankfully be able to donate to Susan G. Komen for the cure. And if you are one of the people who decided to make a purchase in the Treacle Ending Etsy shop during the month of October, I'd like to say a big thank you for you, and I really appreciate you you reaching out and he helping to support this cause that, that is really very near and dear to my heart. So, let's go on to the perfect sweater class. When we last spoke, I was very excited because I had signed up to take the perfect sweater class taught by Isolde Teague 
and sponsored by the Wooly U Yarn Shop. It's up in Plano, Texas, and it's a bit of a drive away from where I live. It's, it's probably about an hour away, but it was well worth the drive. The class was fantastic. It was very informative, and Isolde is cute as a button. Cute as a button. And she can knit backwards. What is up with that? I was very impressed with her backwards knitting. Uh, when she would demonstrate some of the stitches to the class, she just faced it towards us and knit backwards. I don't know. I'm trying to do it now in my mind, and it just it's not making sense, but she very much impressed me with that. And she had all of her sweaters there in a variety of sizes from her book, Little Red in the City, that we could have a chance to, you know, to feel and to look at up close and to try on if we wanted. I did bring my copy of Little Red in the City, and I did at least have the guts to ask her to sign it. That's about all I had the guts for. Ugh, I know. It's terrible. Face-to-face, -face, I just don't do so good. I'm, I'm a pretty shy person, so that I got up the nerve to ask her to sign my book was, was okay by me. But no pictures, I know. I wanted to have one to put up on the show notes for this episode, but I just lost my nerve. What can I say? I did take a ton of ton of pages of notes. A ton of notes. I did take a ton of notes in this class, at least four pages, even though Little Red in the City is basically the textbook for the class, but it really helps me to write while listening to someone talk. It's the, it's the different learning styles that you have. As long as you can combine, you know, multiple different learning styles, it really does, it really does help make the things that you learn stick, at least for me. So if you have the chance to take this perfect sweater class from Isolde or any of the classes that she's teaching, actually, I know she also taught a stuffed animal class as well, and I was not able to take that one. But if you are able to take a class from her, if she comes into your area, I highly recommend it. It was well worth the drive and the time. And if you haven't gotten your copy of Little Red in the City yet, I recommend you pick that up as well. There are definitely some sweater patterns in there that I am looking forward to knitting. And like I said, it's, it's full of valuable information. And it's really a step-by-step -step on how to make the sweaters fit your body type, no matter what body type you happen to have. On the spinning front, Santa Claus came early this year. Well, that's if Santa Claus's name is Kay, also known as Lilibet on Ravelry. Kay is the founder of the Threads of Grace knitting group that I knit with at church every other Thursday night. And the last time I went to meet, she presented me with nine ounces of Icelandic roving. Yes, this is pre-drafted pencil roving all ready for me to set to spin on my drop spindle, and I was so excited. It would seem that Kay was just about as excited as I was. You see, she bought this roving to try drop spindling for herself, and decided that, <laughs> well, to put it mildly, she decided drop spindling was just not her cup of tea, and she was very glad to have the roving gone from her stash for good. So now I have this lovely bag of pre-drafted Icelandic roving. I've done a little bit of research on Icelandic wool because I haven't spun this before. It is a very hardy wool, and it's not going to be something that is going to be as soft as, say, a merino. Not something that I am probably going to want to wear right up next to my skin. Now, I have a few ideas of what I might eventually like to knit with the yarn that I spin from this roving, but I would like to hear what your suggestions might be. Like I said, this needs to be something that is not worn directly against the skin, and it, I believe, is going to be, you know, a, a pretty, pretty warm, 
pretty warm yarn. So leave me a note in the Ravelry thread for this episode and let me know what you think might be a good project to make with this yarn. And a big thank you to Kay for sharing a bit of your stash. And now, the KIP Report. The weekend of October 22nd was mine and Adam's sixth anniversary. The traditional anniversary gifts for year six is, let's see, it was iron and candy. And to not keep you in suspense about what I gifted Adam with for our sixth anniversary, I went with the iron route, more specifically grid iron, which is where the football players play their game. Adam played football from the time he was a very little boy up through the end of college, and he is an avid football fan. And so he got two tickets to see the Dallas Cowboys play football for the game of his choice. He hasn't chosen that game yet. I'm kind of wondering what weekend he's going to, to decide to take advantage of that gift. Uh, but we'll see. I'll let you know. That weekend, we also, we also did a bit of a staycation anniversary trip. We live in a pretty metropolitan area. We live in one of those areas that people who don't live here would come to to take trips, say, for an anniversary weekend. And I spent a lot of time looking for places outside of Dallas to go and visit and decided, you know, I think we just needed to look closer to home. So we did a bit of a staycation anniversary trip and we did a lot of different things around town. But one of the things that we did that, that relates to my knitting in public report was that we took a trip in the, on the Grapevine Vintage Railroad. This is an old railroad that runs between Grapevine, Texas, and Fort Worth. Grapevine is situated almost right centered between Dallas and Fort Worth. And this train runs every Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, at least during the winter months. I think they might run a little more frequently during the warmer days. And we went on a Sunday. We took the round trip from Grapevine to Fort Worth. The train stops in Fort Worth at the Fort Worth Stockyards, which is kind of a shopping and eating area. Um, they, they do a cattle drive twice a day, I believe at 11 and 4. I'm not sure, I'd have to double check on that, but I believe it's around at 11 and 4. They run Longhorn cattle up the road, cowboys on horses and all of that good stuff. And we were there for that, and we did a little bit of shopping around, mostly window shopping. We did um, visit a cupcake bakery, which is always a good thing. And then on the way back, I took out my knitting because, of course, even though it was an anniversary trip, I still had my knitting with me. But this, this particular day, I had it with me for a very, very special reason. You see, Adam has requested a knitted project from me. Now, many of you make knitted projects for, for your loved ones for, for a variety of reasons. But this is kind of a big deal because I don't knit things for Adam. I have, I have latched on to the idea of wanting to knit him a sweater, and I would still love to do that one day, but but until he actually requests a sweater, he's not going to get one. And the reason is, he will not appreciate it. Now, this is not me being mean or, or saying something not nice about my hubby. No, 
He has told me he would not appreciate it. He sees the amount of time and work that goes into completing a finished knitted item. And he says that the enjoyment and appreciation he would get from a sweater that I were to knit for him would not equal the amount of time and effort that I put into it. And I appreciate his honesty. So, of course, when he comes to me and requests a knitted project, I jump at the chance. Because that means with him knowing the amount of time and effort that's going into me creating this project, he knows that he is going to get at least that much enjoyment out of it. And that makes me very excited. Now, in terms of the details of this project, I'm saving that for episode 17. But I will tell you the part that relates to my knitting in public. As I was sitting on the train coming back from Fort Worth to Grapevine at the end of our trip, I pulled out my knitting and I pulled out my iPhone and opened up knittinghelp.com. And I've mentioned this website before many times. And I know many other people also utilize this website. But if you have not visited it, go visit knittinghelp.com. It's pretty much my answer for just about any new knit stitch that I need to learn. And in this particular case, I needed to learn short rows. This has been something I've been avoiding because I think maybe short rows just have a bad rap. I've heard people kind of talk about them in a frightening way. And so that's led me to be hesitant about even bothering to, to tackle short rows. But I did on this train trip. And you know what? They are not that bad. People, what, what is up with the sphere of short rows? If you are out there and you haven't tried to learn this technique yet, go do it. It is not as bad as it may appear. The, uh, one of our attendants on our train car um, did stop by and noticed that I was knitting. He asked me what I was working on. And at that point, it was still a swatch because I was still trying to get the hang of these short rows. So I told him I wasn't, wasn't exactly sure what I was working on yet. But by the end of the train trip, I, I pretty much had the short rows, I think I had them down pat. And this is a technique that is going to be extremely, extremely important in this new project that I am working on for Adam, which I will hopefully maybe have some partial pictures for you for the episode 17 notes. But like I said, I'm going to save the details about this project in particular for episode 17. This coming weekend is a, it's a big weekend in the gamer world. As you know, I do work in the video game industry, and conveniently enough, both Adam and I do enjoy playing video games. This Friday, 11-11-11, November 11th, 2011, marks the release of a very long-awaited game in, the, in, in our household, and that is Skyrim. Elder Scrolls V. If you're a fan of video games, you know what I'm talking about. If you're not, don't worry. Just know that this video game has something to do with this very special knitting project that Adam has requested. Hmm. Do your research. If you have any ideas what you think it might be, leave me a note in the Ravelry Forum thread for this episode. And that is about all that I have to catch up with you about for now. Like I said in episode 17, I'll give you a little more details on that special project. And hopefully episode 17 will be up sooner than later. Because I would really like to stick with my schedule to have us wrapping up episode 20 at the end of December. So I will do my best as much as 
Ebenezer Scrooge allows. <laughs> If you'd like to get in touch with me, you can email treacleandink at hotmail.com. You can find the show notes for this episode and all of the other episodes at treacleandinketsy.wordpress.com. You can find me on Ravelry and Facebook as Treacle and Ink. You can also join the Craft Life group on Ravelry, or you can follow me on Twitter. My handle there is craftlife. Join me in episode 17. That is, of course, unless Scrooge has other ideas. Until then, thanks so much, and have a great week.